Hi, this is Varun Haran, Principal Correspondent with Information Security Media Group in Asia. I have with me Sri Parthasarathy, who is partner and national leader for cyber risk services at Deloitte in India. And we're going to be discussing the advent of threat intelligence services in India and how enterprises are using and what challenges they face in effectively making these uh, feeds actionable in the context of their business environment. Thank you, Parthasarathy, for joining us. Thank you. Let's look at the practical aspect of this whole thing. When you talk about threat intelligence, you know, Indian enterprises, they started buying up these technologies in the last few years. How effective has it been? Today, if you take some of the newer age technologies and let's, uh, for an example, take SIM today. Every CISO would claim that they have a SIM. But the question is whether they have done the right implementation of the SIM. Have they done the right level of mapping in terms of use cases and are they leveraging it in the right way? Because let's even go back. If you take DLP, again, how you effectively do an information mapping? How do you do a perfect information classification? How do you do the right level of monitoring? And and how do you look at false positives and how do you basically do enforcement to reduce all of that is going to be an important aspect. Today, the implementation of SIM are mostly technical implementation with out-of-the-box use cases which a traditional technology provider provides. So off-the-shelf kind of. Off-the-shelf. And it doesn't really customize. So what really happens? So the moment a SIM comes up, uh, there is a false sense of security. And with the false sense of security, also what happens is the organization is inundated with data, inundated with the number of alerts and false positives and unless they put their arms around it and control that particular false positives and reduce it to a manageable level they're going to be in a situation where they're going to be in a state of denial because they will not be able to do anything about it okay. it aspect related to i let's say i implement sim today and i have 30 days of data and i've not done anything about it and another 30 days go after 30 another six after 60 days i may never go back to the 30 days of data because i don't have the bandwidth and no, neither do i have the to go after. So that is where it's essentially setting up the right use cases, setting up the right level of thresholds in terms of monitoring the alerts, going after the low-hanging fruit, demonstrating success within the organization with the low-hanging fruit, and then flow and steady start uh, tightening the thumb screws in terms of advanced alerts is what is going to be important within the organization. And the other thing is to essentially use the SIM not only for security monitoring but also for business activity monitoring okay. so that you can demonstrate what I call as a value to the business and that it is not just an IT or an information security. Broadly, when you talk about threat intelligence, you know, Indian enterprises, have they really accomplished what they set out to do? In your experience, what are some of the real world challenges or the unique kind of failures that you see in Indian enterprises? I think some of the concepts that we possibly see today are essentially things if you go back in history and if you look at strategies of war and defense, then I think these are strategies that are very well entrenched. And intelligence is one key area. It's all going to be important for you to basically form your primary defense strategy. So now drawing an analogy to what happened historically and coming to a modern day organization, every organization needs to first and foremost understand what are the assets it's really wanting to protect. It has to look at what are its perimeters, how does it basically strengthen its perimeters, how is information flow going back and forth between these particular perimeters and then when you come down to the fundamental building block which is data. If you take data then you take your applications, then you take your infrastructure, then you take your endpoints. How do you capture data across each one of them, map them from a risk uh, framework and how do you capture that 
information and once you have that particular mapping of which are those particular assets that are really critical or I would call them which are those assets which are crown jewels that you really need to protect and then start putting defensive measures against those and the strategies there are one is to understand what are threat intelligence feeds that are coming from the global or India perspective which could be commercial feeds which could be feeds from the underground which could be feeds that you've captured uh, from other uh, subscriptions all of those which basically become actionable uh, which become intelligence that you capture from an external world second is there's a lot of intelligence that you as an organization would capture whether it's from your patch management environment whether it's from your vulnerability management whether it's from your identity and access government whether it's in form of your risk assessment whether it's in terms of your vendor risk management which is basically covering your third parties and fourth parties all of these are going to start giving you patterns and aspects which you need to be focusing on so i think what you mean then is that you're suggesting that all these things are also threat intelligence so it's not just the intelligence feeds and services that enterprises have now started buying it's also everything that is internal in the environment and analyzing every input that's coming from each of your endpoints very, very, very much i think you uh, hit the nail on the head uh, so today if you take virus scanning if i just pick up a signature and basically bring it into my virus scanning engine and essentially just run this particular scan randomly within my environment it won't possibly be very effective but if i know that i'm going to run this particular virus scan and i know where my points of exposure are and i run it in those particular elements and capture that information then my virus scanning and virus management aspect become very strengthened so every time i get a new signature which i download which is exactly what cyber threat intelligence does where you're basically getting a feed from a subscription but i need to know how to take that particular subscription or the information that is getting abstracted and i need to know how do i take that pump it into my use cases which i have in my sim and other tools that i possibly have implemented and how does that then translate it through my use cases to my actual environment okay. so i'm saying i i got an antidote which I need to apply in my infrastructure, but I need to know where I need to really apply it. It needs to, to be contextual. It, needs to it be has valid. to be very contextual. And it's not about applying these particular uh, uh, intelligence or actionable intelligence to every part of your infrastructure. There may be some part of your infrastructure which is risk-free or where you're possibly saying that even if anything happens to this infrastructure, I don't need to do it. But then you're, there are your crown jewels and critical IP and other uh, client customer information and other things that you need to protect. That you need to basically protect like it uh, part of your own uh, organization and how you basically protect it very critically. So that's going to be important. So that is where the fundamental data protection and putting all of that particular rigor, whether it's some of the previous things that I talked about in terms of a patch management, virus management, and correlating across all of these. Today, if there's a patch management failure, and if my virus management did not catch that particular patch management failure, then I have a fundamental flaw. Second is if I have an identity breach and that didn't get caught either by my identity management or by my SIM, then I have a fundamental issue. If there was a breach, how do I really do perform a root cause analysis, whether it was today or whether the person was there within my environment for a very long time? Today, people talk about advanced persistent threat. And that's the equivalent of an embedded spy in the traditional legacy world who basically sat in there and continued to basically provide information about a particular organization. Similarly, I think organizations, when they look at whether it is employees, whether they third parties, whether 
four parties, they need to really go after that particular weakest link. They have to do proper background checks. They have to basically periodically review these people and how they are performing to see if there are any patterns. Then they have to provide the appropriate level of training and awareness. And then the last one, they have to do appropriate level of enforcement. All of these are critical measures because our weakest link is our people. Whether it is our own employees or whether it's our extended enterprise. The last question is regarding making this intelligence actionable. We spoke about where we can gather this information from. We spoke about the internal sources, the external sources, the threat feeds. For Indian enterprises today, what are the things they need to be looking at? That will give them a bigger bang for buck. If I were to look at an effective implementation and operationalization of threat lifecycle within an organization, then I would really follow a five-step process. First and foremost is to essentially do the planning and strategizing as to what is it that you will want to achieve from threat intelligence. So, for example, if you're saying, I want to basically protect my crown jewels, identify those particular crown jewels and uh, say, what is my minimum threshold that is acceptable for me and what is it that is not acceptable and set the business context in each of those particular layers before you even think about which tool, technology and all the things that you want. Next is essentially, once you know what is the asset that you're protecting, then look at the technologies out there and figure out how are you going to bring those particular technologies there. First and foremost, just look to the technologies that you have in-house, which could be your patch management, your VM, your identity, and look at all of that, which are going to be your foundation building block. Strengthen that particular area, and then bring the overarching layer of SIM monitoring into this area, and make sure that each one of these technologies are effectively integrated with that overarching technology of this idea. Then the next aspect is to basically build use cases, which would not only reside in the sim but they would also transcend each one of these areas so if there was a breach of identity for this particular asset then essentially you know that it's a critical priority for me so it needs to automatically get escalated to the sim and there has to be an alert mechanism whereby i start monitoring that or doing the more root cause analysis so the collection of the information and what is it that you collect has to be very very important because don't collect more information than what you can analyze so start small Set the note in terms of what you want to analyze. Solve those particular issues. Once you have successes, automatically organizations will invest more and by providing more funding to that. Next is essentially to look at the entire layer of the SIM and the analytics and the processing. How do you really establish them from an architectural perspective? It goes back to also my previous point. In terms of tying to all the different, I call them the feeding infrastructure, how they all feed information to it. And how are you going to do all of this analytics? Depending on the amount of events that you're going to capture, do you have enough analytics and horsepower to basically do the analysis on that? So it's basically the processing capacity. Third is once you have all of this from the planning perspective, the collection strategy and implementation of a sim and you know how to basically size it or do the right sizing of it now basically put a team of people because there's only so much automation that you would be able to do in the first six months to one year you will need enough number of very strong analysts which are going to be very important whether it is in-house or outsourced you would need these analysts to basically do complete analysis eliminate false positives and based on which you will have much more robust infrastructure from your set which will essentially where you will be able to demonstrate success as you have these incidents that come out of that fine-tuned system how do you go back into your organization whether it is people process and technology look at refining those particular processes so that 
you are effectively taking out the root cause of some of the challenges and then come back to these use cases and see if they are generating the same kind of events that you saw. If there is an effective trending or in terms of drop of those particular incidents after you took some remediation action, then I think you are in a good shape in terms of that particular use case and you can uh, continue to monitor. There will always be exceptions or anomalies which keep happening, but let's not worry about those at the initial stage. Let's look at the broader element that we do. The last element is basically continuous reporting to all stakeholders of the effectiveness of this particular program because most often the challenges, it is not about ROI, it is more effectiveness of investment and how the security investment really works within the organization and for you to be able to demonstrate that this is the number of uh, attacks that we had this is what we were able to plot these were the total number of incidents which we were able to proactively catch but if they were to go through from a simulation perspective this is what would basically affect the entire organization and to show a true impact kind of a scenario to the senior stakeholders to demonstrate what you've been able to Thank you for speaking with us. Thank you very much. That was Sri Parthasarthi, who's partner and national lead for cyber risk services at Deloitte. For ISMG Asia, this is Varun Haran. Thanks for listening.